The strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm going with the force of forces with me. That's not how the Force works. Well, that starts somewhere. Welcome to the KyberCast. This is episode number 121, recorded November 28th, 2021. My name is Joe Becker. My good partner is... Michael Diaz, and... The show notes are wrong. It's actually episode 122. I haven't fixed that yet. Oh, <laughs> you're right. We did 121 last week. We are 122. Sorry. I, I copied and pasted the show notes and I changed the date. I forgot to change the number. Well, I should have known that anyways. It's it's Michael's got a, a, a not fentanyl. Uh, <laughs> trick fentanyl? Fan. Wow. Trick to fan. Trick to fan problem. Is, is that what's <laughs> in Turkey? Yeah, tryptophan, definitely not fentanyl. God, <laughs> it's a dark turn already. Well, you went to Michigan State. Wow. Yeah, so we, I drink. I, I can drink. I used to be able to drink. Well, I know that there's a lot of problems with the, the guys in the sorority houses with fentanyl. Is it what they do? Wow. <laughs> Go down a dark road. This is this is taking turns I did not <laughs> <Yeah>. expect. <laughs> so we're in the middle of the Thanksgiving holiday weekend. Uh Sunday. We haven't recorded on a Sunday before, but this is awesome. Um, it's kind of a laid back. Lots of news. Lots since we've we, we missed last week with things going on. Um, got uh, a lot of geeks this week, and we're going to review Hawkeye today. That'll be our main topic of episodes one and two. But before we do that, let's start off in the news. And Michael, you've got a couple things up there that you started, so why don't you jump into those first two? Well. Uh, Ridley Scott was doing some interviews for some things. Uh, his uh, new movie, House of Gucci, is coming out. But he also talked about uh, that a Blade Runner show is being developed. And he noted that the pilot is being worked on uh, for Alien as well, which we already knew Alien was coming out. It was uh, being, you know, it's going to be on Hulu. We knew that. And the, uh, Noah, was it Noah Hawley, I think, is going to be the uh, showrunner. But... And maybe I missed something, and or Joe, correct me if you heard anything, but this is the first I've heard of Ridley Scott being involved with the Alien show. Well, you know, I run, or coincidentally, I would listen to a podcast, Mark Maron, if you know who that is, on the WTF podcast. Um, he interviewed Ridley Scott, and it came up, and he talked about both of those. So he is involved. He's got what he's called the, the first episodes written for both and a Bible for both. He calls the stories a Bible. Yep. Um he also show Bible. Yeah. show Bible. He also um, was a bit of get off my lawn guy uh, in return in regards to both his movies that were was it the uh, the Matt Damon movie that was just out with 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 um, oh my gosh with Adam Driver the Martian nope with Adam Driver oh. and the Martian like the, the last oh, night yeah. or something what the whatever it was. That that one, and you know, he's got the Gucci movie out, and he's basically because it's not it, it's, the Gucci movie tanked, like it just you know. Oh, it did. Yeah, it's not doing oh, well. That's too bad. I, I don't know if it's bad or good. He basically he's blaming you know the, the kids don't want to don't want to learn history. He's basically what he's saying. <laughs> kids don't want to watch these things, um, and that's who goes to the movie theater and that kind of stuff. Like 
you know, basically the world has changed. Um, but he's an interesting, it's an interesting interview. You guys should catch it if you want. Check out the WTF podcast. Not that Mark Maron is going to ever throw people to our podcast, but I'll do it anyways. Um, good show. But yeah, he said they're developed and uh, they haven't started obviously anything, but they've got the first series or first episode for each one and a Bible for each one ready to go. So he will be involved, but he's not going to direct. I think he is, you know, no, producer no. and that kind of thing. So you never know though. He may direct one of them, an episode. He, he might. Well, see, I know. Well, I know he was heavily involved with, um, what was that show? Oh shit. I can't remember the name the HBO show about wolves, not wolves, but, uh, didn't we watch it? <laughs> yeah. We watched it. Something, I can't remember the name of it now. <laughs> That's just but, how good but, it was. <laughs> it was interesting. It was interesting. It was all right. But he, well, the funny thing is, I just looked it up while you're talking about it. Matt Damon and Adam Driver were in, were in the last duel. I said last something, didn't I? I was close. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have never heard of this movie. Oh, really? It looks good. It's basically a movie about uh, a woman that says she was raped back then, and then you get three sides of the story. You've, they basically tell the story three different ways, one from each of that person's point of view. And it's based no, off of a historical thing. Yeah, no, it looks, it looks good to me. Um, and I can't wait to see it, but I don't, I, I guess I'm like, I don't need to run out to the theater for that. You know, it's not something, and that's where theater has changed, right? It's like, it's more of event type stuff now. And, you know, smaller movies just aren't, they're just not going to bring people in. People have too much, too many good systems in their house to see a talk movie, you know? I don't mind a talk movie now and then, but. Uh, no, I like them a lot, but I don't know if I'll pay $13 for, you know what I mean? Oh, no. Well, probably not. It depends. You know, it depends. Well, actually, I take that back. I'm not going to pay $13 for that, but I'll pay like, you know, five, six matinee prices. Like, I know we're way off base here, but a very talky, you know, small independent movie that I loved in the last couple of years was The Farewell, which is about Chinese and Chinese Americans. And they go back to say goodbye to their grandma who has terminal cancer, but no one wants to tell her that she has terminal cancer. Mm. It, it's talking. It's not sci-fi. Well, no, but it's actually it's a dramedy. It's sure. Uh, Aquafina was in it. It's a one of my favorite movies in the last few years. It's fantastic. But I want to say we went and paid you know five something dollars on a Sunday rainy morning, right? We didn't. I'm not going to go see that on a Friday night and pay you know twelve dollars a ticket. Just not. right. So to that end, I see what he's saying. But also, I mean, I think it's fair to say you and I are are geeks. And we pay attention to a lot of geek stuff and movies and whatnot. I pride myself on knowing a fair amount about the entertainment industry as far as what's coming out. And I had never even heard of The Last Duel. So, And I'm a huge Ridley Scott fan. Yeah, so maybe, maybe, marketing, maybe marketing had a problem. Well, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, it may have been. I mean, I haven't seen the movie, so I'm not making a judgment. But maybe... The studio saw it and said, yeah, this is, you know, it's all right, but it's not that great. We're not going to spend a lot of market. We're just going to dump it. I mean, I've seen plenty of commercials, so I don't know. I mean, I don't I, That's funny because I've seen none. <laughs> that's funny. It is funny. I didn't even know this film existed. But do we need, do we need an Alien and Blade Runner series? Do we need any kind of series? I suppose that's the question, but. Well, if, if I'm being honest, I think uh, Blade Runner works better as a series. Yeah, I could. I, I, I agree. That could, could be great. I mean. great. I haven't seen the I haven't seen the, you know, Denny Villeneuve, uh, sequel. Um, it's good. fantastic. Yeah, you you've seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked the first one, the first Blade Runner. Which version? But, 
Uh, I think the final version without the, the final Ridley version. Scott cut. Yes. I did see it in the theater during one of the re-releases. I don't remember which release it was, but it's a it, good movie. It, it, it bombed horribly when it came out. Oh, horribly. But now, I mean, how many sci-fi movies can point to it as, you know, right. uh, inspiration or whatnot? That, that was one of the things he said in the interview, too. He's like, you know, sometimes people just have to catch up to good. That's <laughs> kind of a pompous thing to say, but he also can say that because that's happened to him before. Right. Don't get me wrrong when he's good he's really good like gladiator I love that you know there's yeah. all kinds of movies his, of his that I love Thelma Louise right like not a fantastic film but there's other movies uh what like um Robin Hood okay Russell Crowe exactly okay. Yeah. okay uh you know Exodus the the what the the Moses movie I don't know. I don't think I've seen that. Christian Bale. Didn't see it. Moses. I didn't see it. Exactly. Oh. Well, was that, I mean, Kingdom of Heaven. Didn't see that either. I know it's good. I heard that was good though. I'm just saying. Sometimes, I mean. Well, I'll just say this: there are times when he's good. I think he's phenomenal. But like Covenant sure. and Alien, Raised well, by Wolves was the show. And, yeah, that was the show we were talking about. Raised by yeah. Wolves. Alien Covenant was eh. Prometheus was a beautiful dumpster fire. I liked the idea, like we said before, but it, did, it wasn't a good movie. All right. We've got a lot but to talk about. Said, yeah. Uh, Blade Runner, should be, that's a that's a good property for a TV show. Alien, I'm not so sure, but we'll see. Yeah, it depends what they do with it. It's, I mean, I don't want a prequel. I don't want, are they going to do just a... We'll see, I guess. I mean, maybe obviously it could be happening somewhere else in a vast universe. It doesn't have to be humans no, on Earth, I suppose. Huh? It happens, it happens on, on Earth. Earth. Yeah. Well, I'll make it cheaper. Exactly. <laughs> well, the thing, you you can you don't have to go crazy to do it on another planet. I mean, any other habitable planet like Earth is gonna be an M class planet. They're all I mean, even our Earth is really diverse. You could just find sure a location. You know, even in California, you say, yep, this is the planet we're on. Anyway. It's true. Makes it easier. But it just starts to look Star Trek when you do that. Yeah, yeah well, maybe. Um, do you want me to do the next one? Yeah, next go few? for it. So in an interview with uh, an Empire magazine, Adam Driver was asked, would he ever do another Star Wars movie? Now, if you would have asked me that, my own opinion, he would come across and just say no right away. But he didn't. He said to him, it's not about, he said he would totally do a Star Wars movie again, depending on the director. He wants to work with interesting directors and people that have creative visions. I don't know if that's a comment as to what he signed on for and didn't have the directors of the creative visions. I don't know if that's a comment on that or not, because certainly you could say those directors have visions as creative directors, but not sure that's what he wants to work for again, but he didn't blame Star Wars seemed. And then, you know, I don't know. I, I never thought he would say he would do another Star Wars. I thought he'd be, he was, but he, he was pretty quick to say, yeah, he would do it again. Is that the same interview though, where he also said he would, he, he would not want to do Comic Con again? Yeah, but that's a different reason. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I get it. I totally get it. I mean, you know, he's an actor, and yeah, he, he did Star Wars because it's a challenge, and of course, who doesn't like that paycheck? I mean, he's he's going to get paid for life now, right? Sure. 
And if he wanted to do comic appearances, he could make money. But he's not at that point in his life where he needs I don't, Yeah, I don't think he's that kind of guy. I don't think he ever will be. Right, right, right. But you never know. You never know. I think he's more Harrison but, Ford. I can see that. I can see that. But it's it's funny that he had that kind of experience. He's like, yeah, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know why, right? Like, he basically, he said, like, he couldn't go anywhere. You couldn't even get a cup of coffee until they shut him out there. And he wasn't used to that. He just That's not his thing. Just not his. I truly get that. I went to a celebration years ago in Indianapolis and got a bagel a block and a half away from the convention center and poor Tamora Morrison couldn't get a cup of coffee. He was there, by the way. Did you talk to him? I didn't. I didn't want to hassle him, but some guy did stop him and get an autograph. But he was just trying to get like a bagel and a coffee and get to the con, right? He, was but he knows where he's at. He knows where he's at. And he'd love it now. He was dead for how many years? So take it, take it when you can get it tomorrow. Oh, I'm not saying he had a problem with it at the time either, but I'm just saying, can you imagine? Yeah, driver, like, yeah, driver would. I think he's a very personal dude. Well, even, I mean, I, I kind of get that. Like, there are times I'm like, uh, like I wake up and, you know, if I didn't get a good night's sleep, I'm just like, uh, I got to go to work. Uh, I just I just need a good cup of coffee and a bagel or something. Can you imagine all these people just in your face? Like, oh, can you sign this and stuff? Like, I just you know, get my uh, yeah, coffee yeah, first. Yeah, it would suck. It would I don't know how to answer that question because I'll never get there. But the to me is like, you know what? I go into work every day and I'm not an asshole. Try not to be. In your job, when you are a public figure, when you are an actor or actress, is the, the customers are the people that watch your films. And true, sorry, true. sorry, you chose that and that's your job. And, you know, when you go out in public, you got to expect certain things. If you put yourself in the public and un- unfortunately your brand is your job at that point. I don't, you know, I could be in a shitty mood at work. That doesn't mean I'm allowed to be that way, you know. Right. Um, and I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that you, you, you know, you could politely say things like, "Hey, talk to you later." When I see you, I'm getting my cup of coffee, and be nice about it. And and I bet you people would respond in kind. You know, I know I ran yeah. into Kurt, Kurt Russell one time, uh, Michelle and I did, and uh, with Goldie Hawn, and and a I asked, "Could we get a picture?" And he said, "No." I said, hey, that's cool. And then as we were leaving, he said, hey, thank you for that. He wasn't mean. He just said, no, I'd prefer not to. I'm like, great. No worries. So, yeah. I mean, there's, there's ways of doing it. You don't have to be like, get the fuck out of here or whatever. <laughs> so, but I think I, when, I when, you're in the, when you're in the public, you're on, unfortunately. That's just the way it is. Right. I have to ask, where did you run into him? We were at uh, a store. We went to, we were in Vegas. It was in February, and there were there's a bunch of it's like when the international film market comes to buy films, okay, yeah, or sorts of things. And they had a bunch of actors that we ran into. Then we ran into uh, I played Blackjack with Emilio Estevez. <laughs> he came right by our awesome. table. Uh, he's shorter than me, which was great. Um, but anyways, yeah, it was a it was a goofy thing, goofy thing. And Caesar's Palace is where we ran into Kurt Russell. Oh, that's cool. But but you know that was nice. That, you're right. That is nice that you ask. Some people are just Meh. right. Right. And part of it was my was my actions too, I'm sure. But uh, I didn't ask for an autograph or anything. I, I don't do autographs. I don't not a, not a thing for me. Um not anymore anyways. All right, so let's move on. Um speaking of Adam Driver who played Ben Solo or Kylo Ren, however you want to talk, you know, either one, who is a character from the sequel trilogies, Kathleen Kennedy confirmed in the same Empire, I think ep- uh episode um issue 
He said that she said that uh, the characters in the sequel trilogy will live on. Uh, her quote was, certainly those are not characters we're going to forget. They will live on. And those are conversations that are going on with the creative team as well. So, do you think they'll make a... Hearing Adam Driver say, yeah, I would... It's, it seems coincidental to me. Hearing him say, yeah, I would probably do another Star Wars if the director was right. And then all of a sudden, Kathleen Kennedy says, these characters will live on. Um, you know, I hear that John Boyega is making nice with Disney. In the side. I mean, there's a lot of things happening. What do you think of that? Well, I mean, I think the success of The Mandalorian and people hyped for the Book of Boba Fett and what we've already seen. I mean, yeah, Disney had that first show with The Mandalorian, but I think they're seeing the success that they're having with the MCU and all their shows. Why not? It's, it's Star Wars isn't what it used to be. And, and what by that, I mean, is Star Wars used to be, you know, an event. You know, you had you had the original trilogy and then years later you had the prequels and there are these big events and yeah they made tons of money and they still might but why not keep building that brand you know tv with streaming has been so niche it's become the new golden era of tv again i mean it's so creative there's so many niches that you can get into so why not and it's not like you know star trek coming out in 1967 or something 68 whenever it came out with cardboard sets and all that and terrible special effects. They're using the same companies for their special effects they're using for the movies, you know, because they you can do more you can you can use more CGI and it's not prohibitively expensive like it used to be, right? Right. So and even that maybe sometimes they are dropping the extra dough in that they're seeing these shows as just an extension of their property. So they might be not be dropping hundred, two hundred million dollars on a season, but not too far off. So why not? Well, I mean, what about the characters? I, I think, in my opinion, well, yeah, too, yeah. You don't, um, you don't go through those three movies and build these characters up to stop. Like it'd be a, like, why did you use them? You might as well have made the sequel trilogy around Han, Luke, and Leia and not kill them off so right away and build these characters up if you're not going to have a future for them. If they do, I mean, that, they bought the thing for $4 billion. Why would you do three films that eradicate the original cast, give you a new cast, and then stop? That doesn't seem like the plan was that. No, no. And and to be fair, um, you know, the original cast, they were together in the first film and, you know, they got back together in the second film and they were separated, but then got back together in the third film. But none of them had a lot of screen time, screen time other than maybe Harrison Ford, ironically. Right. Um, but to be fair, this this new trio cast, I mean, they they get together at the end of the first film and then they really don't hang out in the second film. And they start mm-hmm. off together in the, for the third film, but I don't think they spend nearly as much time together, this you know new trio, nearly as much as the original cast. So here's, here's another way to flesh things out. Whereas before they would have kind of just said, okay, just do it in the novels or whatnot. They see the money-making potential. Yes, the, the character potential as well in streaming. But let's face it, the number one reason they're going to do it is for money and for subscribers. Well, yeah, I mean, if they can make money, sure. But I'm, I'm thinking that it might be an actual film. I don't think it's going to be a Disney Plus thing. Oh, I, I could totally see a, a Finn TV show. Now, sure. I'm not saying these wouldn't then move back into film. I mean, I think... Star Wars, Lucasfilm, is paying keen attention to what the MCU is doing and following suit. 
because it's successful. Yeah. Hopefully they get people that can show run. <laughs> Just like if they have to do it right. Um, if they bring those characters back, they have to do it. Do it right. You know, I suppose, I agree. You, suppose you can always have a ghost loop too. I mean, um, if he's willing, I'm sure he is. But uh, that being said, uh, they have cast Sabine Wren in the Ahsoka series, speaking of series. And her name is Natasha Liu Bordizo. I don't know how to say her name, but she's cast as Sabine, Sabine Wren. And if you know anything from Rebels, you know who Sabine is. Yep. Um, so she's obviously going to be an older version. Yeah. I mean, I guess uh, from what, what it says is she's been in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Sword, Sword of Destiny, uh, Hotel Mumbai. The Voyeurs. I don't know any of those movies. I know the Couch and Tiger one, but um, and, and she's a black belt in Taekwondo, I believe. Well, that helps. It helps. Well, you watched Rebels, Sabine. I know oh, yeah. she's she's not old, but she's kind of like what? Is she a teen or just out of her teens? She's like Ray, somewhere between okay. eighteen and twenty-two, I suppose. Okay, okay, that makes sense. So. Obviously, with Ahsoka, we're looking at someone that's, what, in their 30s or 40s? Something like that. Okay. That makes sense. Who, at this point, has probably, you know, been involved in the whole Galactic Civil War, blah, blah, blah. Right. I'm interested. I mean... Well, last, last we know, they, they used her for... or uh, Sabine and Ahsoka went looking for um, uh, Thrawn and... Uh, oh, my gosh. What's his name? Ezra. Oh yeah, that's how the that's how Rebels ended. Spoilers for those that didn't see it, namely Michael. It's okay. <laughs> it's been out long enough. It's, it's my own fault if I get spoiled. Well, you'll see it at the end, anyways. But if you ever get to it, if you ever get to it, so that looks that's thinks that could be good casting. I mean, certainly fits the role. Um, It'll be it'll be cool. She's a Mandalorian. Clearly, it's going to all tie to Mandalore at some point. Oh, of course. Of course. I was going to say the same thing. She's a Mandalorian, so it's going to connect somehow. Right. Which means the series that was dropped. Go ahead with that news. So I think we mentioned it before that Rangers of the New Republic is dead. At least that was a supposition, but it's uh, it seems to be deader than dead now. The, the final nail was basically. I think in that similar interview, or maybe it was the same interview with mm-hmm. Kevin Kennedy, they basically said, hey, it was a good title. We threw it out there, but we really didn't got much more to be on that. And then once we fired What's-Your-Face, uh, it was dead. We really didn't have much. Well, they said so parts of it will be interspersed between the other shows, I guess. Right. So they had some ideas as to what they were going to do for it, but they, it's not like they had written a script and cast a bunch of people. Right. But that's mean, a they, problem, though. Don't, don't, here, here's the thing. Don't make announcements of which you can't produce. Just don't make any. Don't try to inflate the stock, Kathleen Kennedy. Disney. Right. By just saying shit so people keep the stock up high, then not deliver. Because eventually your stock's going to hit the shitter if you keep lying. People won't believe what you say. So I think it's a big mistake. to. I don't want to hear any announcements unless it's really going to happen from here on out. Right. I don't want to hear announcements unless like they're in pre-production, right? <laughs> no kidding. Have a cast. At least the main cast. You don't have to cast everyone, but at least have a cast and the pilot written before you say, you know what? We got a show coming. 
This is real. Not like, here's this idea we have. Right. Oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> never got past the idea stage. Exactly. I'm right there with you. So, um, moving on. Well, that's it for our news. Is there anything else that we missed, Michael, that you posted about that I don't remember? It's been about uh, a week? No, I actually didn't post a lot this week. So, I think that's up. that's good. Nothing in the Marvel world. Spider-Man, no, uh, him. well, we did a trailer last week. We caught that at the tail end. Yeah. yeah. Um, There's been some TV spots, but yeah. nothing really more significant. Yeah. Um, well, if you want to follow uh, the Daily Bugle on TikTok, you can. <laughs> some stuff on there. I saw that. It was kind of funny. I looked it up because I wanted to see how the content was made. Um, anyways, all right, well, let's, uh, go on to our geek this week. Michael, you start this week. I think I started the last few weeks and then we'll jump into mine. I've had a huge geek this week, Joe. I've done so many geek things. Yeah. First off, I've been burying myself in Call of Duty Vanguard, which I admit I wasn't going to buy initially because I'm sick of World War II. Yeah, but you're hoping to get your money. They got my money. My brother bought it. He said, come on, let's play. I said, Fine. And I actually quite like it, so I just, I just have to accept that I'm going to give uh, Activision 70 bucks a year for the rest of my life. <laughs> the rest of your life. Pretty much. I mean, come on. The controls haven't changed in 12 years. Well, isn't there some kind of litigation with Activision right now? Like like a bunch of people walked out for um, the way they treat women and stuff? Oh, I should pay better attention. I'm not aware. Activision uh, through Blizzard, I believe. Yeah, it's, well, it's owned by Blizzard. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, Activision owns Blizzard. Yeah. Um, but Blizzard has nothing to do with uh, COD. No, 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 but the company itself, uh, I guess, yes. it's over sexual harassment. Anyways. Well, that's not good. I don't support that. Anyway. Many women are allegedly sexually harassed, assaulted, and psychologically traumatized, while the folks in power at the companies involved seemingly did little to stop or limit this behavior. Well, that's not good. Well, it's not. Wow. It's not. So way, way to, way to uh, pay for that, Michael. Well done. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry that my addiction is shooting people in the face digitally. <laughs> uh, that's too bad. <laughs> sorry, I'm not laughing at the, the sexual assault by any means. I'm just, I don't know where to go now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is it a good game or is it the same? It's, it's the same game. It's always going to be right. Um, it's Call of Duty. You know, you, you shoot guns and you kill people and 12-year-olds destroy you. Right. And I'm 48, so I get killed a lot. But I like it. I, I they, You know, every every year it's just a new coat of paint and they throw another play style out there. Um, is there campaigns or is it, is it all against other people? No, there's a campaign. There's a campaign. Right. It's not very – they're not as long as they used to be, but there's a campaign. It's World War II. You start off in Beirut with this group of basically this multinational group that becomes like this – special forces group. I mean, it, it's fun. Don't get me wrong. I, I enjoy it. Um, and they got new game modes. Um, there's another one called championship Hill where you can play with one other person and it's just you two versus two other people in this arena, if you will. And it's fun. I mean, I, I'm not amazing at it, but the other night my brother and I got second place. So that was fun. But um, I'm, I'm just enjoying it much more than I thought I would. I, like I said, originally I wasn't going to buy it and then I bought it and, so if uh, you're into Call of Duty Vanguard, look for me. Uh, it's you know cross-platform play. If you want to play, feel free to friend me. My uh, username is Grid101. 
Wow. Um, so, other than be, that, go ahead. Than, no, I said it'd probably be an easy kill for them if they followed you. Oh, yeah. If, if you want to kill me, it's very easy to do. <laughs> other than that, uh, the tons of digital comics went on sale over the last week, and some of them still are. Uh, Oni Press was doing a huge sale on their um, The Best of Oni. If you go to Comixology, um, you can check them out. I think it's still through. I think it's the next couple days yet. So check it out. I have mentioned in the past I'm a huge fan of their series uh, Queen and Country, which is basically a much more realistic look of what spies are like in the 21st century. Uh, The focus is on uh, Chase. Um, She's a woman. Uh, she's a minder so she's basically it's like if james bond were real how they really do it and how monotonous spy work is Mm -hmm. i bought i want to say all six or seven maybe it was eight volumes i own them all at some point in you know paper back but i don't know where they all are so digitally i think the first volume was 99 cents and every additional volume was a buck 99 tore through the first three they're amazing good sci-fi or not sci-fi good uh spy stuff um, I also uh, picked up that uh, graphic novel, Gender Queer, which has been getting a lot of news lately because a lot of people are like, oh, why is this book in our library? Why are you trying to force the gay agenda? Blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> I wanted to see what the uh, hubbub was about, about, and I read it. It's actually a very, very good autobiographical uh, graphic novel. Now, should it be in a high school library? Uh, that's... Uh, I don't know. There, there is one somewhat graphic sex scene depicted, but it's not as it's not obscene and it's not overly graphic. It's just it's this uh, person who, um, how do I say? It? Her pronouns are E, A, and Air. I think I got that right. Maybe I got that wrong. Um, was born a woman. No pronoun is E instead of he or she because she identifies as general gender neutral. And it basically telling the story how he got there. And as such, like anyone else of any age, you know, you, you know, you're growing up, you start exploring your sexuality and decide what you like, what you don't like. And this person decided I don't like any of it really. So good book. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, I don't know if it's worth the controversy that some people think it deserves. Sure. It sold more books because of it. Right. Well, I, I bought it. Clearly, those people don't, don't understand how the world works. They, they have not read the first part of the Bible. <laughs> the stray sand effect, right? Yeah, um, but then again, I think it was only, it was only nothing, 99 cents. Nothing, sorry, like, nothing like banning something if you want to sell more copies. Right. Exactly. Idiots. And uh, I also bought Hopeless Savages Volume 1, which is also 99 cents and also from uh, Oni. I had heard good things about it years ago. And I'm glad I only bought the first volume because it just wasn't for me. It's about a it's about a punk rock family, and then there's a kidnapping, and everybody's a punk, and whatever. It, it was all right. But last but not least, uh, they also had all 20 volumes of G.I. Joe Classic digitally for sale. Now, this wasn't Oni. This was a this might be a Diamond that might have the rights now, or maybe it was Boom. I don't know. You'll have to look on Comixology. Or if you prefer, you can buy them through uh, Amazon Kindle. But um, do you remember the old G.I. Joe? I think they're combining those now. They are. They are. So it's the pricing point. was the same on either one. So I just went straight through Kindle because I had some Kindle credits. 
But do you remember the old G.I. Joe comic? Did you ever buy the G.I. Joe comic in the 80s? I was never that big a G.I. Joe fan, so no. I was a huge G.I. Joe fan. Like, I had almost the entire run. Um, Actually, I had, like, the whole run from, like, 52 on. So, like, 100, 120 issues or something like that I had. Um, And they had the first... Basically, they sell these in collections of 10 comics each. Hmm. First one was 99 cents, and then 11 through 20 are $1.99, and so on and so forth. So I bought all 20, so I have every single issue. Wow. All right. Well, did you hear the news that Dark Horse Comics is now returning to Star Wars? I did. Which So basically, after what, a year and a half, they're coming back already. Yeah, 2022. So clearly, there was something they had to work out on who was going to get what. Well... They're doing the all ages stuff, right? The Star Wars tales and stuff. Yeah, but I think they're gonna do more. They do more than that, I think. Well, they're starting with that, but they took that away from was it IDW or Boom that was doing it? Oh, Before, maybe. So obviously, Marvel's not happy with what they're doing. Right. Right. So they'll be doing it. They'll be doing it. Uh, is that if you're you, your geeks? Okay. Uh, well, I had a lot, but not as much as you. Um, I did start downloading. It took a while to download Halo Infinite and learning how to get killed. I, I can't. I, I'm so bad at this game. These I, I'm not good at the first person shooters, man. <laughs> I just suck. So I, I, I I'm still in the training area because I'm like, if I can't kill people in the training thing, I'm not even going to try the, the full battlefield thing. I mean, it's it's basically no different than Call of Duty, just different costumes, right? Right. <laughs> it's basically the same. A lot more jumping in Halo. A lot more jumping. I don't I'm noticing jumping. that, yeah. Um, my 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 dexterity on the controller is like aiming, running, and shooting is not good. All three. <laughs> <laughs> Can I need those for a shooting game? That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's so touchy, man. You touch a thing and the thing like aims way far right, way far like, like I got it, like the joystick's just so you. touchy. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. So it's like, how the hell did any kids get that dexterous with it? You know, but I'll play the training. I'll keep going until I, until I get it right. So at least can like, you know, win the training thing. If I can win the training thing, then I'll, I'll move on. Um, but it's cool. It, I do like it. I do. I do like it a lot. Uh, I downloaded Forza as well. Played that. That was a hundred oh, gigs, man. That was a hundred gigs. Oof. That's I'm actually not too bad at that game. Uh, Cause I know how to drive. It's a pretty intuitive <laughs> stay, <laughs> stay on the road. Um, Watched Venom 2. You know what? I need to watch that. So no, you don't. We can review it. Oh, that bad. Huh? Is it, okay, just send me this. Better or worse than the first one? About the same. Oh, that's not, that's not a ringing endorsement because the first one was just eh. Yeah. Michelle love, likes it a lot. I mean, I like the character. I like, you know, some of the things that are in it, but I there's the story. was I don't know. We, we could talk about it if you watch it. Um, I mean, obviously, I, I can't tell you the end. Well, there's a post scene credit thing that you want, you know, which is the only reason I watched the movie. I heard uh, about it. Well, I can talk about it or not. What did you hear? Well, just that, uh, the whole Venom symbiotes, they don't just exist in one reality there. The symbiosis uh, stretches across multiverse, the multiverse. So therefore, well, it doesn't have to be involved. doesn't happen quite like that, but okay. We don't really know what happens, but I'll let you see it first before we, I talk about it. Um, and then I finished uh, season one of Foundation, which I think is really good. I think, Michael, you'd probably like it more than I would like it, than I like it. And I like the show a lot. Um, 
I told you before, I told you before it's like it's I don't think anything's been shot this well or, or looks this good on television that ever for sci-fi I mean it's up there with dune the theater really I mean it's just incredibly shot beautiful um and good stories it's just you just have to really watch it there's so many things that go on time changing and characters are, you know in and out um just to really pay attention but it ends on a really cool you know, season finale, um, worth the watch, man. If you, if you can, I would do it. I would like to know what you think about it. I will check it out. And let's see what else. Oh, and then wheel of time, which I talked about last week, um, which is a good show. It's, it's, it's okay. It's a good, it's fantasy. That one you probably won't like, cause it's very much fantasy. Is it scratching uh, your game of Thrones itch or no? No, no, no. Completely different thing. Yeah. Completely different. You know, it won't even scratch the Tolkien niche, which will be coming on Amazon too. It's just its own thing. It's it's you know, it's like below Harry Potter, but not set now. And it's you know, just something to watch. It's not bad that you know I watch it. and I want to watch the next one, so it's not horrible. Um, so I'm not quite there yet. Uh, if it's gonna be good or not, but Foundation, man, I think you would really dig it. I think the sci-fi person, you knowing what you know, on our time talking in this, I, I would be interested to see. You may have to watch the first couple episodes just to get your head into it, but um, okay. But definitely, definitely watch it. It's very interesting. I will check it out. I I will note this. I just realized I forgot to mention, and I don't think you watched it either. But season four of Discovery started a week and a half ago. Yeah, I haven't touched it. <laughs> I can't even find it. Uh, I I did watch the first episode. The second episode's already out. I have not watched that yet. I will say this. I, mean, I like Star Trek, but even I'm going to admit the first episode, I'm like, oh, they're setting up the big dilemma, the big the arc problem. Of the yeah. Yeah. The whole first episode was just a lot of, I mean, there's going to be a whole nother big problem, just like how last season was, oh, we got to solve the burn. What caused the burn? Right. Now there's this other big space problem. And I'm like, didn't we just do this story? And how everybody's wrong but her? Well, not yet. Because we haven't gotten to how to solve. Well, maybe they did in episode two. But yes, she knew how to solve it, right? Yeah. Uh, the burn. She's always this one, I'm not. She's always right. She's always right. Um, this one, they've, they haven't even fully developed. Hint, they've hinted at what the problem is. And I think by the end of episode two, you know what the issue is. And they've, I mean, it's some kind of gravity anomaly that's causing problems and i'm just like oh it's destroying planets great it'd be better to just do one off one episodes like solve a problem at a planet solve a problem somewhere else and explore right right in in different stories i know we've talked about this at length but the fact is that with the streaming shows because their seasons are so much shorter they're basically just extended movies now yeah but you can do still write let's say there's three Three, do it in X of, you know, say there's nine episodes and you just do the first three is around this other planet and there's a thread that maybe that runs through it, but maybe it's not, you know, all consuming. I, again, I've only seen the first episode, but I, I have to admit, and you know, Picard's uh, guilty of this too from their first season. I'm, I'm getting tired of the big problem for the season and now every episode's about that. Yeah. Yeah, somehow, maybe. somehow though, 
if you watch the Mandalorian does a great job of keeping a thread of a season, but also having creature of the week type things. Yes. The Mandalorian, I'll grant you. Yes. There is an overarching problem. And we have discussed this ad nauseum, mm-hmm. right? That there are episodes you're like, I don't see how this fits into the story, but then later you found out and it all fits into place. Right. Whereas with Star Trek, it's a little bit too obvious. It's like one long movie, right? Yes. So, I, I, it sounds like I'm shitting on Discovery. Uh, I'm not trying to. I'm, <laughs> they're I'm gonna watch the season. They're making you. <laughs> <laughs> they're not trying to. They're just making you. I like the first episode, but again, I'm a little. It's just you know major problem fatigue. Certainly yeah. set in. So sorry. We haven't even got to our main topic yet, but I just want to throw that out there. No, that's good. Well, before we jump into our main topic, I just want to remind everybody on this holiday weekend, if you'd like to help out the show, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash kybercast. And if you'd like to be a friend of the show and give us a little hand for the year, you can check out our tiers there. We have a one, three and $5 tier that help us every month, uh, pay the bills, so to speak, keep this thing up and running. Uh, but at the same time, the show will always be free, but if you'd like to give us a little hand, check us out. That's patreon.com slash kybercast. So let's jump into our main topic this week, Michael. It is Hawkeye. It's out Marvel's new streaming series on Disney Plus. And now I'm going to ask you before we get started on this, did you read the Hawkeye comic that this is based off of? Because I did not. I read about half of it. And before I go any further, just anyone that's listening, this is your spoiler warning. Right. For episodes one and two. Yes. Uh, I read about half of it. So, already this is fitting in fairly well. I mean, they've made some... Well, even the opening Disney. credits are very much like the graphics on the comic, from what I understand. Oh, very much so. I, how David Aja is not getting paid is a travesty. Because is they literally not? live in his not? style. I thought there was some reference to that. If he, if he is getting paid, good. But if he's not, that's, that's some bullshit. Because they copied the whole entire design aesthetic from him. 100%. Well... Did they paint? Well, I guess it's a tough thing because Marvel paid him for the comic, right? Yeah, but that's it. It's work for hire, right? Yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, you kind of know going in. I don't know. It's a tough one to call. It's a tough one to call. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying, like, everybody makes their own bed. You got to watch what you're what you're signing away as an artist. Right. I hear you. I hear you. So I, I hadn't finished it. In fact, my plan was to finish it before the series came out, and obviously, I've run out of time. I guess I've got time before the third episode is to you know, really crank through it. Uh, I can probably tear through it. I think I'll look that up on digital. Maybe that'll be my first. Uh... Well, funny enough, uh, I say this purely as a geek. So obviously the original issues came out. These It came out years ago, almost what, almost 10 years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they collected it into a hardcover omnibus the entire run. Oh, okay. And I bought it when it came out. And I actually bought it you by have, accident. You have the hard copy on accident? I have the hard cover. Yeah, it's a hard cover, hard copy. Now, they called it an ominous. It's got a hard cover and all that. And I bought it and because I used to I used to have this bad habit. I just find the collections, and I'm like, I'm going to read it all anyway, so I'll just buy the collection, right? But I, I used to pre-order them because they'd always drop in price at some point, and then I'd get that lower price. So, well, this didn't happen with this book, and I ended up paying close to full price for it. Now, this is where I'm Dutch. So I'm like, oh, man, I can't. I forgot to cancel the order. Yeah. <laughs> but I have it, and I, I'm happy I have it because now 
they retitled it and put a new cover on it. And it's re- they re-released it. The same exact collection, same issues, same comics, all included. But now it's in a paperback form. But they're, they stopped printing that original hardcover that I have. And now it's worth hundreds of dollars. Oh, there you go. So now it's truly become a collector's item. So I, I think I'll try to finish it uh, before the third episode. So to answer your question, I haven't read all of it. But they're following this, a lot of the beats that I remember. Got it. Well, what? So, uh, tell me your first take then. I like it, and I like that it's a slow burn, and I like how Marvel, without really doing an origin story, I get that this is basically Kate Bishop's origin story as the young female Hawkeye. So yeah, that's part of my like and dislike, and I'll tell you why in a second. I mean, it's. It's going to be an extended origin story, and they can get kind of monotonous. But I have to say, I do like, like, we see the opening scene, and we see why she decides she wants to become a hero. And then, if you actually watch the credits, watch the animations during the credits, yep, you kind of see her entire her backstory up until she's a young adult, right? And it's really creative, and it's. Very interesting, and I, I just like the way they did that. We didn't, we don't have to go back and see the last, you know, nine years of Kate Bishop going through school and becoming a black belt and then becoming an archer and all that. We get enough of that in those animated scenes in the credits that tell us the backstory that we need. Yeah, I mean, so my, I guess my problem is it's, it's, it, it, it's not a problem. It's, I feel it's an oversell, and that it's not about Hawkeye at Hawkeye at all. Um, well, he's a secondary character, maybe for now. It's the first two episodes. It's it's about Kate Bishop, which is fine, um, but it's not Hawkeye. They should maybe say a comic aside for the audience knowing what they're getting. It should maybe say something else: Hawkeye and Kate Bishop. But I don't know what it is. Um, my, I, I like the show. I think it's fun. I think the uh, both of them working. If they have good chemistry together, Haley Steinfeld and, and uh, Jeremy Renner. Um, I think Haley's great. I think she's really fun in this. She has the, the she's good with the quips, good with the Yes, she is. Um the looks on her face are good. Like, you know, um I I'm gonna put this out there now so we can talk about it. I have a problem. I, I feel like she's a lot like Ray in that um she's a pretty uh pretty powerful already. Like I just don't believe you know, actually, we're watching these hero movies, so that's kind of stupid, anyways. I should, you know, our suspense of disbelief is there. But when she's taken pretty good hits by big guys, and not it's not about man and woman, but like she's never had fights before, and she's taking big shots to the gut, like just into the face, and just getting right back up, like like she's you know Black Widow. And I'm, I think it's too early for that. I think it's it's a bit Mary Sue to me, and how great she is at everything already. Um, so that 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 that's the only thing that's kind of getting to me right now. It's like you know you can make her fail. It's okay. But she is failing. Not really. She, She's taking some pretty big hits, man. Like, like yeah, huge. But I, I don't disagree necessarily with what you're saying. However, I will say, if you when you watch those credits, 
you see her start like at a yellow belt. I don't care belt. that she's a black belt. She has not been in a street fight before. I don't care. That doesn't mean anything. And if you're great, she didn't block. It'd be different if it was blocked and she blocks up. She took the shots to the gut, like big time, like, like from a guy who's 280 pounds, big dude, like, sorry, dude, like heavyweight championship people fall down after a big gut, but a guy the same okay. size, it, like, stop it. <laughs> you know? Jeremy Renner has taken hits and fell and she doesn't like, I just don't, it's just, it's just a little too much. I, well, yeah. I mean, there is that suspension of disbelief. I mean, I will throw out there that we don't know the, uh, composition of the Ronin costume and what, it, what protection it gives, but you're right. Usually if someone, I don't care what show or what comic or what it is, someone takes a punch to the face, they're not going to shake it off and punch you back. Right. You take a punch in the face, you're disoriented, okay? Right. That's your brain is right there in your head. It's going to mess you up. So I, I grant you that. Those are the For her not be it's different if it's Black Widow, who's been through years and years and years of taking punishment. That's the girl in college that hasn't even had a fight yet. But I will say this. Uh, I Growing up with friends who were black belts in Taekwondo, when they go through the tests to advance – they fight those other people. Now, it's not you know life or death. Right. They're taking kicks and punches to the head. Now, they're not supposed to take full blows, but it does happen sometimes. It's different. Uh, sure, it happens sometimes. And I'm, and if they do get hit, they probably feel it. <laughs> Stop for a second if they get right. hit. For, you know, um, that's my thing. It's, I think it's just a little too, you know, she's just a little too, um, I don't know. I don't know the, uh, she's just a little too powerful, so to speak right now. I want her, uh, what I want, if it's going to be a, a uh, teacher student type situation, which it kind of is, he's teaching her how to, re- you know, do bandaging the right way and all that kind of stuff. Then maybe take a few episodes and say, here's how you take a punch, show it. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. No, it makes sense. And I'm, I'm all for that. But overall, the tone of the show, I like, um, so it's it's clearly a more on the comedy side, I'd say, than the other ones. I mean, you've got maybe one of the worst bad guys in terms of like it's it's a pure you know uh, mustache twirling guy. Like that guy has no he has no uh, her mom, the one her mom's dating that guy who's Jack. Yeah, like that is the thinnest character ever written. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah, as as soon I mean, I, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you 100 percent right there. In that, as soon as she goes to her mom's house at the beginning of the first episode, and her mom's chastising her for having to buy a new clock tower, right? And she's like, "There's something I want to talk to you about." And then Jack comes in. It's you're right. It's so like when he comes in, the first thing you think is, "Well, that's the bad guy." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so telegraphed and it's so, like you said, it's so almost literally mustache twirling. Right. He, he doesn't actually twirl his mustache, but there are scenes you think he's going to. Exactly. Like, it, it could not, it, it's not camp, but he's not too far off. Right. Where, like you said, there. I, if he had gone up and twisted his mustache, I'm like, well, that fits. So... So yeah, I, I agree. It's it's obvious who the big bad is. 
Well, no, well, well, he's well, not so the far. big bad. He's just well, right. a bad person. We don't quite know if he's the correct, big bad. Um, what do you think of the tracksuit mafia? I think they're hilarious. Uh, now, I think that's some. There's some straight stuff right out of the comic for those guys, right? From what I've seen. Yeah, I think uh, like, like almost word comics, for word, like bro. There's a lot of bro stuff. A lot of bro. The only thing really different was that, um, they called them in the comics and said the tracksuit Draculas, just because they have a thick Eastern. Oh, accent. gotcha, gotcha. So they call them the tracksuit Draculas, but uh, same difference. Tracksuit yeah. Mafia. Right. They're essentially the same. Like they lifted them from the comic and put them into the show. Yeah, but and I, mean, I find them highly but, entertaining. But isn't all of Marvel has done that, right? All of Marvel universe has taken from certain comics, almost some verbatim, and just kind of tweak it for the show. And that, I mean, there's yeah. no reason not to believe. Is that now that Hawkeye series of comics that is the beginning of Kate Bishop, right? Or no? Uh, it's the beginning of like their, um, you know, protege mentor type. Right. Training because Kay Bishop actually showed up before, all right, in a comic called Young Avengers. And if you if you ever watch uh, Screen Crush with Ryan Airy, um, I do every episode I watch him after to see the commentary and see everything I missed, but he is 100% convinced, and based on me watching the show, I think so too. We're going to get a Young Avengers series or movie because they're putting all the pieces into place. Sure, sure, I think Kate so. Bishop is one of them. So right. this not so much her origin, but it goes back and tells a bit of her origin. But it's more we saw her before. Now we're going to flesh out how the fact that because I believe, um, if I'm not mistaken, when the Young Avengers came out, she took the name Hawkeye as an homage to Hawkeye, mm-hmm. who at that point in time in the comics was dead from House of M. Not House of M. Um, Avengers disassembled. He was dead at that point. Well, there's no reason to believe that this show should not have taken from that comic. Like, we knew. Right, right. So, that's a good thing, I think. And that, that's the reason but, you do these things. You have, you have these backstories to work off of. But, uh, to your point about saying how you know, maybe not necessarily a bait and switch, but you're like, you know, she's the focus and not Hawkeye. Well, Marvel can spin it in the fact that in the comics, she is Hawkeye. In the comics, he is Hawkeye. She took, she took the name Hawkeye, like I said, as an homage to him when she joined the Young Avengers. True. But then Hawkeye came back and they're both using the name Hawkeye. So even if this show ends up being him handing off a passing of the torch. It's about Hawkeye because she's Hawkeye. That's her, that's her superhero name. Yeah. Just like how currently in the Marvel universe, in the comics, there's Peter Parker, Spider-Man. And there's also Miles Morales, Spider-Man. They both use the moniker Spider-Man. Right. So, um, I like the, the fact that the show is, is small, like it should be, uh, I'm glad they they brought I think all Hawkeye's family back. Um, that's interesting. Now, probably the the best thing in the thing in, in the show was um, the the beginning, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, the Rogers, the oh my god, <laughs> the, the Hamilton esque Rogers musical. Yeah, it was great. 
I can do this all day. What I mean, that's, that's if if everything was ever going to be written, that it's exactly what would have happened. Like, like I like to know how much time they spent. Like, we just let's just do this. Let's just make this thing for real. Like, I wonder how far yeah. much of a script they wrote for an actual thing to come, and will it be one? Like, I feel like they're actually going to do that at some point. As a joke, right? Because I had that same thought. Like, how much money do they spend on getting these actors, like paying someone to write the song, like it's a musical, and have these actors act it out as if they were in a musical production? All the advertisements around the city, like they have a logo right? for it. With, you know, that that was a whole wing of creative that went in there and and created that thing. But it's it's so bad, but it's also so good. Right. 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 It's awful. Awfully good. Awfully good. But it, it was fun watching him. Um, you could see the age, too, which is interesting. Like they're playing up the age on Hawkeye with the, you know, the wear and tear on his body, the, the, the um, you know, can't hardly hearing. And, you know, he's got the hearing aids in um, because of all the explosions and things. Uh, you can see that, you know, he's really a human, <laughs> which is the nice part of this i suppose well i find it interesting because in the comics hawkeye has always had uh been hearing disabled oh really i didn't know um, that yeah yep as, as far as i can remember he's always had that um he's always had that and they never brought it in to the comics but now they're folding it into his character and i do love you know they don't mention in that whole first episode why he has hearing aids and then they actually give the revelation in the second episode. And it's funny because when we were watching it, uh, Shaylee's like, why does he have hearing aids? I said, just just wait for it. Right. And then they, I just, they show that quick montage right. of all these explosions and shattering through windows and stuff. It's like, it's like multiple reasons. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was just, I mean, the montage is what, three seconds long, but it's perfect. It is perfect. It, it, for those that, if you want to uh, hear the song, you can go to YouTube's. I think Marvel, uh, the Marvel page. You can you can watch the Hawkeye uh, save the city is the song. <laughs> oh boy! So, uh, but you know that that was great. Like there, there's a lot going on here that I think is going to to move into it to the show. I think that. Um, it starts off kind of slow, which it should. Like, you don't want to just, we don't know who this person is. Uh, we know that she's now on the run from the, the tracksuit mafia only because of of um, taking the, the, did she take the, like, what happened to the watch? Did I miss that? Somebody was looking for the watch. Yeah, yeah. And the I don't know the where tracksuit mafia really wanted that watch. And then. The dog was there, and then she ran off. I, but we haven't seen the watch since. So okay, so we didn't. She didn't take it, right? Don't do know. Think, do they think she, she took she, it? I don't know. I, I think they think she took it because they want her back. I don't think they give a shit about the suit. They <laughs> want the watch. That's what they're focused on, right? So, what's the watch? I have to believe it has some kind of Stark tech in it, right? I would think so. It has to. Yeah. They but, made it. Better cover that. I, I have to believe they will. I mean, one thing I'll give Marvel credit for is they release enough episodes to kind of wet your whistle. 
like these two episodes establish the entire series. Right. And then from here on, we're going to tackle the series. And they did the same thing with WandaVision. You know, releasing the first three was smart because if you had only released the first two, which we've talked about, people would have been confused as hell. Right. The fact that they released three and you finally see that, oh, kind of like a slight peek behind the curtain. You're like, oh, okay, I see where they're going now. Right. Same thing here with here. They've established within these first two episodes what the story is for the remaining episodes. And I have to believe there's some kind of machinations going on with her mother, her soon-to-be stepfather. I mean, don't get me wrong, her stepfather, or you know, soon-to-be Jack, however you want to call him, mm-hmm. he's dirty, completely dirty. For sure. But I don't think her mom's clean either. No, she's strange. Like, again, I don't have any foresight into this because um, her mother, you know, she does, she does not quite as prevalent in the comic from what I read, Um, at least in that story. But I have to say, I, even the way her father died. Right. I have suspicions that her mother had something to do with it. Yeah, I'm with you there. I do. I agree. Something's not right. Clearly. Clearly, clearly. Right? Um, I don't know if it's about money, pure money or power. Uh, but there's something that, right? And she got hooked up to this guy who's maybe a scammer for money. Yeah, or it's good at scamming money or though. Well, because, you know, when the episode starts, when the very first episode starts, her mother and father are fighting. And it might just be a fight, but it definitely seems... Yeah. Like it's going down the road toward divorce. Right. Like this is not the first fight they've had like this. And then, you know, she kind of throws in in his face that he's all rich and stuff. And she obviously did not come from that and seems to be put off by the money. But, you know, the second he passes and then we see, you know, Kate later, her mom seems to acclimated to being very rich very easily. But then we also find out that Jack, I mean, he doesn't have $300,000 to spend on, you know, the Ronin sword. Right. Which, okay, I don't have $300,000 to drop on the sword either. <laughs> right. So I, I, that doesn't mean he's, you know, Jack's terribly off. I mean, I, I, I feel I'm very comfortable in my life and I don't have $300,000 to spend on a sword. Right. Um. That said, Jack seems at least he's looking for money. So I don't know. We haven't seen enough to see what their uh, inclinations are, but there's, there's definitely something rotten in Denmark. Yeah, something's not right for sure, for sure. And before we get towards the the end of um, the big the reveal of somebody, let's talk. How about that LARPing episode? That LARPing spot was hilarious. Oh, he actually got the suit back. Yeah, I uh, I expected it to be not that good, and then I loved it. It, it was funny. one of my favorite parts of the series in the in the episode. Yeah, it was so good. I mean, because <laughs> he could kill all those people if he wanted, even with the plastic. <laughs> going there. Oh, it was funny how he just came in. He actually knew how to sword fight, so he's yeah. kicking all their asses. Right, right, and lets the guy win. 
<laughs> so we can get the suit back. I wonder if that guy will come back. I, I feel like that guy's going to be back somehow, some way to help him, the firefighter. Uh, Grills was uh, a different character, but he was in the comic. Oh, was uh, he? he was called, yeah, he was called Grills. He was an older white dude, but uh, he was called Grills because he was always on top of the building that Hawkeye was protecting in the comic. He was always on the top of the building grilling something. Oh, that's funny. To eat. So he's Grills. That's funny. So I, I assume he'll come back in some way, shape, or form. Um, so big thing. Let's get towards the end where we have a reveal of who we think I, I think is the leader of the tracksuit mafia, maybe. Um, or or the next level in terms of when you get to video games. Um and it looks like that the big might, boss. The big boss. Maybe I don't know if it's the big boss, but it's a boss. Um looks like there's going to be what what some say is Echo. Yeah. According to yeah. Wikipedia. Now she's like the same as, as Taskmaster, right? Like can they both copy people or whatever? Yeah. Yes. Um very similar, yes. If she can that's why she's called Echo. If she right. sees you do something, she can copy. The difference here in the MCU is that uh Taskmaster uh has that ability because uh she's been uh Technically upgraded to be able to do that, right? She's more right. robot than person at the point, right. that point in uh, Black Widow. Whereas with Echo, that's her natural ability. Yeah, and she's deaf. Yes. Now, when we when we will find out what she does, but now she's an interesting character because if you know, like as if I read up on her, and I, was, I didn't know this, I had to do some some research. She's the adapted daughter of the kingpin yes so and if you saw vincent d'onofrio's twitter post out of the blue he says uh, something like i have to find it again but basically it was like oh wow another new i can't wait another new disney plus the hawkeye series this is going to be fun well they have already announced that there's going to be an echo tv show that's not what I'm saying. I understand. I I get what you're saying. You're you're trying to hint that maybe Kingpin's going to come back. Yeah, and it might be the same person from the Marvel from the Daredevil, the actual King, the same guy, right. which would be awesome. Which means more Daredevil possibly could be in Spider Man. Could be here. Who knows? That would be sweet. I'm all for it. That'd be sweet. Well, you still haven't, you haven't watched season three, so you don't know what you're talking about. No, but I I watched the first what first two seasons, and I watched the first season of The Punisher. Kingpin's awesome. Yeah, but I think that'd be great. I hope they do that. Yeah, like like you said, you've read her origin, so you know that uh, her father was a low level assassin, and when he was killed because of Fisk, the Kingpin, right? He kind of took her in, and basically. She is an echo of Kate in many ways, and that he tra- put her through all the great training and put her all through all the good schools. Um, but like Hawkeye, she's deaf, but she's an amazing combatant. So I think, though, the re- by revealing already that she has a show coming out, I, they've tipped their hand a little bit. Yes, she's a bad guy in this, but we don't know she's a bad guy in this. She knows we know she's running the. The mafia. Well, she's running the mafia, the yeah. uh, tracksuit mafia. We think. Well, 
Well, our history from the comics tells us that yes, she was working for Fisk, and but Fisk she was actually. But then she went with right. Daredevil somewhere, right? You know, she fought Daredevil at some point, but eventually, like all you know, tragic heroes do, she finds out that actually Fisk was responsible for her father's death, and she realizes right. I'm not going to playing on the wrong team. Blah. I'm on the wrong team, and she becomes a hero. And eventually, in the comics, Echo becomes Ronan for a while too. Oh, cool. So you kind of see how all these things connect. Is that going to happen in the show? Don't know. Probably because the suit, the suit's here for a reason. It is, but he's got you know, a, if, a if we already know there's an echo show coming, you know, we, I would think if she was going to become Ronan for an extended period of time, they'd have a Ronan show. So she might throw on the Ronan suit at some point. Who knows? Right. But ultimately I think she's going to come around and be a hero or an anti-hero. True. I love that all these things that, you know, those of us that have been reading the comics for years, all these things are coming to the screen now. And you can, it's just, it's so much fun. Yeah, it's going to be cool. I, I don't know all these comics. I'm going it, to, what it does do for me is makes me want to go read them. So it does double duty, right? So I'm watching the show and I might buy the Hawkeye comic, you know, digitally or whatever, just to, to, to read it. Well, you should. I, which I think is good. That's what these are supposed to do, right? Right see the different views of the story and but overall i think it's going to be a good show i'm looking forward to it i don't know i can't say right now that i like it better than you know wandavision or the other ones yet um it's too early but it's too early but it's not horrible it's not i don't think it's great but it's not horrible i think it's I, i'm agreeing with you i i don't think it's great it's not like when i watch the mandalorian or even even loki but, you know, it's a different show. It's like you said. Yeah. This is a much more street-level show. It's a smaller show. And that's the point of this. Yep. Whereas Loki, dealing with all the different time streams and the multiverse, it was supposed to be a much bigger show with lots of complications and uh, consequences to whatever happened in that show. I'm not saying there aren't going to be any consequences in this show. But Loki, you're dealing with all of reality it was you can't do a small show like that right right i think too though and this is a kind of a dumb thing to say but if you didn't have you know clint in this story and it was just like the origin of kate bishop it wouldn't be good right. like you like like you need like jeremy renner brings the gravitas for the series and you know you, you want to learn more about clint because you didn't really spend a lot of time with the hawkeye in any of the movies right he was a villain right, in the first know, one, you know, he, he was uh, on the perch in Thor and then you don't see him again until the Avengers and he's a villain the whole time. It's really Age of Ultron where he kind of becomes Clint Barton where he's making jokes and a little bit here and there. Uh, but it took a while for his character to really be who he was. You didn't really got a chance to, you know, you, you can argue that two of the best characters never got their origin story in Black Widow and Hawkeye, you know, and Hawkeye just showed up. Um, and I think they, I think Marvel blew an opportunity to maybe do something about the Budapest story. <laughs> like maybe that's what they should have done as a double. A, it would have been awesome if they did a kind of a double origin movie, two different paths as both, both kids are growing up or whatever, going through it and Black they, Widow and Hawkeye origins. Yeah. Would have been a, when they met, would have been, been would, would have been cool. It's just 10 years too late, but, uh, oh, yeah. Anyways, I think the show's good. I'm looking forward to the next one. Um, 
maybe we'll try and do the same thing, Michael, where we'll record on Thursday so we have the show to talk about. It seems like the right thing to do when these things are out because um, we're always a week behind if we don't. And yeah, um, we seem I think to, that makes sense. We seem to be more timely when we do that. So that would be my choice. Anything else yeah. we want to talk about on, on uh, Hawkeye that I missed? No, nothing really. I mean, like you alluded to, uh, like, like Disney had done in the past, it seems to be this is their new release model. New episodes are every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. So cool. That being said, um, you know, if people want to talk to us about Hawkeye or anything else we talked about today, Michael, how can they do that? Yeah. If you have an opinion, what did you think about the show? Did you like it? What were your complaints? What were your concerns? Uh, let us know. You can let us know on either Twitter or Instagram at KyberCast or on Facebook. We have both a page and a group at the KyberCast. Cool. And if you want to help us out again, go to patreon.com slash KyberCast. Um, better yet, tell your friends about the show. That's the most important thing you do to help our program. Tell them about our show. They can find us on all the podcatchers out there from Apple to Spotify and you know all the rest. But uh, And if you want to leave a review on one of those, that helps the show too. Um, so, you know, do that. Tell a friend. And check out our website uh, at kybercast.com. Christmas is coming. Get them a cool Kybercast stuff that we have there from t-shirts to mugs and all that cool stuff. That helps out the show too. Um, so with that being said, until next week when we catch up with Hawkeye episode number three, we look forward to you coming back. And this is the way. I have spoken. What a piece of junk. Boring conversation anyway.